Hi, lovey. Welcome to the Coming Out Gold podcast. I'm Coach Tammy, a life coach and strategist determined to encourage, empower, and equip women so they can live the lives they were meant to live before the world told them they weren't enough. Once you shake off the sack of shoulds you've been handed, you'll be ready to embark on a journey where you start creating the life of your dreams. It's time for you to step into your power, break up with false narratives, and learn how to come out gold. And I'll be here to walk with you every step of the way. Welcome back, lovies. It is Coach Tammy here for episode 36 of the Coming Out Gold podcast. And y'all, I just want to take a second before I jump into the recap and all the bits for this new episode to just let you guys know, I'm so thankful for whatever reason. I've been getting lots more listens on my podcast lately. And if that's you listening, thank you. If you shared it with friends, thank you. I love this podcast. I love this work. And also it takes a lot of work. So I'm so thankful that I finally feel like I'm starting to make some baby step tractions out there in this wild west of podcast land. So thank you for your support and for being there and for basically being a magical unicorn. Okay, so let's recap last week's episode, episode 35, where we just had a real talk conversation about having permission to just be instead of having to do all the time. And I just had recommended that whatever you're facing in this season, take a breath, just be willing to show up there, be bold in offering your gifts and talents to the world and be confident in sharing the amazing woman you are because you are amazing. Well, in today's episode, we are going to dive in to something I believe that is costing us our dreams, our goals, our mental and spiritual and physical well-being. And that is what I call the rhythm of rush. It's this pattern where women have long spent their lives. And I think it's time we slam on those brakes and become present in our own stories. Well, by nature of being a woman, sadly, in a patriarchal world, most of us have found ourselves run ragged from rushing about our lives, rushing to do more and be more and complete more and handle more. It's exhausting. I believe we want to be women moving with purpose, fully present where our feet are planted and intentional with how and where we're going to walk forward. If you are a woman like me who wants your time back, who wants to rest without feeling guilty about it, really, what is that? And if you're a woman who wants to hand back some of those heavy expectations you've been asked to carry so that you can slow down enough to enjoy the ordinary moments of life that can be breathtakingly beautiful, then get ready to dive in because we are going to do exactly that today. Per use, you know, I like to turn to my BFF Google and look up a definition and their definition for rushing is moving with excessive speed or urgency. Well, let's just call busy what it is, a villain in our midst. That's really what busy is. Its foundation is a mythical measuring stick used to measure our perceived worth. I think this has given birth in all of us to this inner and very relentless drive that pushes women to prove their value. And I just want us all to understand it is wrong for us to spend our days rushing from one thing to the next, only to look back on our life and see all that we missed. We continue to jam pack our schedule with so many tasks and meetings and things to do and groups that we're a part of. We cram so many into every single moment as if the more we pile on, the better our lives will somehow be. When the truth is, 
Divided focus yields divided results. Let me say that again. Divided focus yields divided results. Think of a rushing river. For a moment, it may seem beautiful in its power, but when it continues for very long, when it reaches a flood state, the only thing it serves up is destruction. I'm sure we can all think of images in our mind of this being true. If any of us were around during Hurricane Katrina, those images are burned into our retinas and they will mark our minds forever. The rushing of the water was destructive. Rushing is a particular problem, I believe, for women. We've been set up to prove our worth so that a man will find us worthy of his choosing. We did this by being good. And to be good, we must be good at everything that man says matters. We are pitted against one another because we believe this lie that there aren't enough seats at the table. And so we have to prove ourselves without end. The rushing to prove ourselves presses on. It's an exhausting cycle. Exhausting that one is utter bull hockey and two sets us up for failure because we're trying to achieve something we cannot achieve. Not because we lack value, but because we're trying to measure up against something that's not even real. It's not possible to earn or prove our worthiness or our value by doing more. We're simply worthy. And that's the hardest thing I think for most of us to accept, courtesy of the sack of shoulds we've been dragging around behind us since conception. Science has proven that rushing leads to decreased immune systems. It's been linked to other health problems too, like heart disease, strokes, high blood pressure, just to name a few. Rushing also ruins relationships. People want to feel seen and heard. They want to be respected, but rushing keeps us from being present. And when we aren't present with our people, they feel rejected. No matter what our intent was, our rushing through our moments with them has left them feeling fully aware that we weren't actually with them. When we rush through our lives, we brush past the people in it. That just breaks my heart to know how often I've done that. And I hope that you'll feel convicted by this as well. Remember, more doesn't equal more. It actually equals less. Again, divided focus yields divided results. Distracted driving, we all know about it and the dangers around it. And I think most of it's come from all the distractions around us. The fact that we can have all of our friends in a car with us at any given minute, courtesy of our phone. We can be checking our emails at work. We can do a million things while we're actually supposed to be driving this vehicle that when not used properly is really a weapon of mass destruction. This idea of distracted driving, it's 100% rooted in our rhythm of rush. There is a self-imposed struggle that we participate in that strips us of our joy. I doubt any of us could count the times we've asked a friend how she is to hear her respond, busy. Previously, that canned response that always got on my nerves was, I'm fine, which tells me we've traded fine for busy, but that wasn't a trade up. It was a trade out. As a listener to this podcast, I believe you're ready to start doing life in a new way, a better way. I want that for us all. 
when my daughters were little, we were heavily involved in dance. They were part of a pre-professional ballet company and it was six, sometimes seven days a week that we were committed to being at the studio. Rushing was our norm. Meals were often consumed in the car. Sometimes the schedule was so full that I would actually make them a sandwich, cut it into bite-sized pizzas so that if they took a potty break, they could grab a piece of their sandwich. Or if they were given a five-minute break, they didn't have to even bite into the sandwich. That's how much I was trying to fit eating into our rhythm of rush. Rushing just became a constant pace at which we ran our lives. And looking back on it now, I wonder how, honestly, I wonder how we all survived. Let me be clear though, it left some serious scars. When my girls stopped dancing, we had a huge challenge because suddenly there was all this time that we had never experienced before. And in the stopping, I started to see areas that were in desperate need of attention because I'd spent years rushing by them. Pressing pause on the rhythm of rush, it created a space for me to see some stuff, y'all, see some stuff that I could no longer turn a blind eye to. And I won't lie, it was costly. It was costly to look those things in the face because I just couldn't not see the brokenness anymore. But in the end, putting an end to that rhythm of rush, it allowed me to do the work I needed to do to make changes that were necessary and find healing in areas long ignored. It meant losing things, changing things, and starting over in a lot of ways. But what I've learned is that I'm certain if I can hit the brakes on the rhythm of rush I was living and transform my life, you can stop the rhythm of rush and transform your life too. Recently, I heard this concept referred to as hurry syndrome. Our tech-saturated world makes this even more intense, I think. We tell ourselves with all the tools and gadgets and devices and apps that we have at our fingertips, we should be able to do more. I know I've certainly been guilty of that. Multitasking used to be touted as the end-all, be-all. Women especially were known for their inherent ability to multitask and keep all the plates spinning. But when you actually look into the brain science of it, multitasking is a disease that's infected us all. We talk about it like we're doing this wonderful thing. There's this superior quality behind it, if I'm being honest. But the truth is our brains are not actually even capable of multitasking. Huh, crazy, right? It's 100% a myth. This act that we call multitasking with great pride is us sabotaging our very brain. We're short-circuiting it and telling ourselves that it's a good thing? Um, let's rethink that. Let's rethink that. And another thing I know is that rushing creates anxiety, and this has proved true over and over by simply looking around our world to see the incredible number of people currently struggling with anxiety. Answer this. Have you had one of those moments when you can't fall asleep and you need to fall asleep because you have to get up at a certain time for an appointment? So you start calculating, okay, it's 11 o'clock now. If I have to get up at 4.30, then I have five and a half hours of sleep. Then you look at your watch a little later. Okay, it's 
if I fall asleep now, I'm going to get this amount of sleep. We do it over and over. We just keep doing this dance and we watch as that amount of sleep that we're going to get. If we would just fall asleep right now, it just starts to dwindle. It doesn't actually help us go to sleep to keep calculating this. For most, it just creates more anxiety. So how do we fix this rhythm of rush? Well, step one, stop, literally stop. Stop moving and racing and running and doing. Plant your feet and let the world just rush by you. James Clear says a gift you can give yourself right now, stop what you're doing. Close your eyes and for the next 60 seconds, just breathe. And that's step two, ground yourself and breathe. Come present in your own body and then your story. Keep breathing as things bubble up because they're going to and be careful not to judge them. Step three is to set time at the start of every day to set your intentions for that day. Choose how you'll spend the day. Schedule time in your day for a pause, for refilling your cup in whatever way that works for you. Being aware in this phase is key. Certainly be a grown person responsible for your business and take care of the things that matter to you. But I'm just asking that you'll also prioritize slowing down and coming present to your story. In this phase, active core values are vital in helping you change this rhythm of rush. If you missed my episode on active core values, head back to episode three. There's a freebie there for you so that you can create your own core values and begin living your life by them. I just want us to really be intentional about the way we spend our time. Ask yourselves questions like, what's one thing I can do today to make tomorrow better? So that tomorrow I don't have to make 27 more decisions. I heard someone talking about this the other day, that initially, if you decide to set up all the bills in your life on auto pay, it'll take a minute. But every month you get that time back because you're not spending time on it. I want us to be intentional about the actions we choose, how we start our day, and how we're going to move through that. Our final step in this quest to slow the rhythm of our rush is to prioritize rest. And yes, I'm serious. And yes, I am not great at this. Not great at all. We aren't resting enough as a humanity. I heard someone say the other day that the best way to tell if you're sleep deprived is to answer this question. Do you need an alarm to wake up? If you do, you're sleep deprived. Dang, y'all. It was a sucker punch for me because I can, I can promise you the other day, my alarm went off and I am pretty sure I like ninja style karate chopped it because it woke me up and startled me so badly. We are not getting enough rest. This is particularly hard for women as we manage more than the average bear should have to manage. We have got to practice rest and we're not going to let ourselves feel guilty for resting because it's part of what our bodies need to run at their best capacity. Now, as you move through this phase, I just want to offer a couple warnings. First, be gentle with yourself as you practice this pausing of the rhythm of rush. You've trained your body and your mind to run at full speed for years. It's going to take a minute to retrain your mind and your body to change those pathologies. If you'll lean into this awkwardness of stopping the rhythm of rush, you'll begin to create margin in your life. Your relationships, they are going to get better because you're going to be fully present with the people in your lives. 
you're going to create some margin to breathe. Come on now. We cannot schedule every minute of our day and forget important things like breathing. And we're going to learn to rest without guilt, be present with our people. We're going to see areas needing our attention. And guess what? We're going to start giving them that attention. I know radical, right? I think one of the biggest benefits that we could all find from slowing down and getting out of this rhythm of rush is learning to dream again, bless. But our ability to dream has been drowned completely by the rhythm of rush. So many of the women I ask about their dreams have nothing because they haven't had time to even dream. We've got to start learning to relax, maybe do something wild and crazy like read a book just for fun, not for learning or to make ourselves better or to better manage our finances or any of those other things which are important, but also are kind of work just to read for fun. Maybe you want to paint a picture, paint by numbers, y'all, way better as an adult than it was as a kid. I'm a fan. I think the important thing that we can learn as we slow down and stop this rhythm of rush is we'll find our way back to some things that set our souls on fire. You don't have to miss out on the daily miracles surrounding you or keep these shallow connections with the people in your life because you're too busy to have deep conversations and listen and be fully present. There's no rule stating that you must continue rushing through life at the cost of your soul. This rushing we wear as a badge of honor, it's actually a weight that's crushing our souls. The more that is expected of us, the more we do because we're good girls, right? Doing good girl things. But the more we do, the harder we push ourselves, the harder we push ourselves, the more depleted we become. And before we know it, our emotions get hijacked, our nerves frayed to the bitter end, and our energy is for sure a gas tank running on fumes. So going forward, let's together, let's commit to stop, to breathe, and to be intentional about how we are going to use our time and energy with purpose and focus instead of this frantic rushing about that we do. This is our one beautiful life. And every day that we have is one day less of our life that's remaining. And so we really have got to start making those days count. I'm so passionate about this idea as I speak these words. We have got to start making our days count. We do. We can't continue to fritter away the moments, the beautiful, ordinary things that are happening that we don't even see because we're too busy rushing past them. In our rush, we miss those moments of beauty, moments of connection, moments to see what is before us and to hear what is said and left unsaid. We miss those ordinary miracles. I don't want us to miss out on another thing. It means too much. So let's all just really make a commitment to do this work, to end this cycle of rushing about in order to prove our worth. Lovey, you don't have to prove your worth to anybody. You don't. You're valuable and you're worthy just by the nature of your being. It is enough. It is more than enough. It will always and forever be more than enough. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Coming Out Gold podcast with me, Coach Tammy. I hope you enjoyed our time together today and learned something you can take action on to live a better story and that you will come back next week for another episode. As always, check out the show notes below for the links to my social media platforms, as well as the link to my website where you can check out the blog version of the podcast. If you're looking for a coach and are ready to make some real changes in your life, head to my website at rscoachandstrategist.com to book a free discovery call. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving it a review and sharing it with friends on social. Be sure to tag me though, so I can say thank you for helping grow our community here. Now go be the superhero of your own story because the world needs the awesomeness that only you bring. It's your time to come out gold.